Hello and welcome back to How to Be a Healer. Um, This episode is called How to Be a Naturopath and a Herbalist and I got to interview Rachel Boone who she's a women's health specialist and she's a naturopath and herbalist and she was so incredible. Um, So if you've ever been interested in this kind of work she really gives so much helpful, so much? Does that make sense? So many helpful tips and advice um and they're all going to be in the show notes and she's um she was really patient with me because we had some technical (laughs) difficulties because I'm amateur hour and uh she was just really cool and helpful and I was incredibly nervous my voice was getting more like (laughs) heightened because I was just expecting more you mean something technical bad like something bad technically happens and then you're like you just expect it to happen again so I sound a bit like just nervous basically um but forget about me listen to her she's great and um I hope you enjoy it and I'll see you at the end for I want to give someone the sort of tools and the general roadmap who's ever someone who's always wanted to be a herbalist or a naturopath but they've they have no idea how to sort of get there um but for anyone who isn't familiar with that kind of work could you describe what it is that you do absolutely so I'm dual qualified as a herbalist and a naturopath so the herbal medicine side of things is basically a patient will come to see me with any number of um issues these days I'm specializing in women's health so somebody might come with heavy or painful periods or really struggling during the perimenopause Mm. and I take a full case history and do a clinical examination and then I prescribe them um, a herbal regime so that could be giving people um, a mixture of tinctures it could be giving them herbal loose leaf teas it could be infused oils or it could be herbal powders which could be taken in milks or they could be um, made into capsules so it's this totally tailored to their made to measure herbal medicine it's a bit like being a witch because I make potions for a living oh my god that's amazing I love that you said that oh that's that's amazing because I think I personally I just know loads of friends who they they have always been interested in thing and what in like being a herbalist or being a naturopath but they feel really shy and they also I think people are really afraid of looking silly or asking silly questions and that's sort of why I wanted to get like experts on so they can kind of explain the like if you are in a job you don't like and you've always wanted to do something you do um what what could they do and like could you sort of could what do you what advice would you give to sort of take the sort of first steps towards doing this work sure so I would say check out learning providers near where you live so if you're someone that is happy to learn virtually you're in luck because um my old training provider, the College of Naturopathic Medicine, um, run, run, runs online courses. And um, or you, if you're someone that learns face to face a bit better, like me, mm. um, I would say look at learning providers local to where you live. Um, there are a number of learning providers in the UK. Some of them are a degree level. 
some yeah. of them at a diploma level but the main thing you need to look for when you're going to study to be a herbalist is um, to make sure that on the back of your qualification you can practice so you need to make sure that your course is accredited by somebody because if you right. can't get accreditation it's difficult to get insurance and you definitely want that right right and and could you sort of what um accredited sort of uh I don't know what the word is companies would you look for on if you're looking at the courses does it have to just be accredited by a legitimate uh source I suppose I don't know what what the word would be yeah um, absolutely so accreditation is normally done by um uh it can be done by um professional associations so normally you would look at a particular course so like yeah. the CN the CNM courses um, mean that you can go on and you can join a professional association on the back of them. So if you go to the CNM, you can join the Association of Master Herbalist or you can join the URHP when you finish. Um, if you go to uh, Lincoln College or Hartwood or Botanica, you can join what's known as NIM, which is the National Institute of Medical Herbalists um, on the back of it. So it doesn't really matter, I don't think, who you are yeah. um, accredited by, so long as you're um, bona fide and you can get insurance, um, then that is great. That is so, so helpful. I think that will make so many people feel a bit more comfortable and relaxed. And like, uh, yeah, that's really that's really helpful to know that because I think when people start looking, they they don't know what to use as a good reference point or like t even to know about insurance and things like that. So that's that's really helpful thank you and, and some people join one um, a professional association when they are um when they finish their course and they find you know maybe it's not a good fit for them and then they jump to another one so don't feel like you have to stay with the professional association that you first join you don't have to I, I have I've been with my professional association since I've been a student member for them a student representative because I love mm. uh, my herbal register the URHP it's called it's like a big happy family and we meet up every mm -hmm. year in this youth hostel and it's just great it's like seeing your cousins um but yeah so <laughs> you don't don't feel like constrained by oh I must have to join that professional association yeah. or join one that's a good fit for you that's such a good point and I think um especially when you're starting in this kind of world it's such a good um thing to have a, a community to be able to speak to and ask questions and sort of get help on structuring a session or like I don't know just sort of like people you who are in the same boat as you and you can they can support you and build your confidence absolutely uh, never a truer word spoken and I think most of the professional associations have newly qualified graduate programs so that somebody can be there on the end of a phone or meet up and how much do you think people should pay like or save up or like the general I guess it's hard to answer completely but a general kind of reference point for how much training would cost sure so I know about the CNM training because that's where I trained and when I trained it cost me 10,000 pounds to be a naturopath and herbalist plus loss of earnings for three years these days I looked it up um, prior to this um, podcast so I had some update information up-to-date information and to be a herbalist at the CNM you have to train to be a naturopath as well so you're dual qualified which is brilliant yeah. and it's about it's in the region of 22,000 um, pounds at the moment but there are payments plans and you can pay in, in dribs and drabs 
essentially they want you to join them so they're going to make it as easy for you as possible but it, it's not a cheap course but it yeah. is um di- it's, it's less expensive than doing a, an undergraduate um degree yeah no that's really helpful because I think you can just get confused and, and if there's payment plans I mean that's that I've looked at those before and they're at, they're pretty affordable for um for most people I'd say yeah I mean it's not a cheap course but then what is education is never cheap these days is it no yeah and, <laughs> this, and, and and this is for the rest of your career so you know it's such a good it it's an investment like it's it's so important isn't it obviously so yeah total investment absolutely yeah and um I wanted to ask was there any are there any like books or teachers that you would really recommend someone who's kind of curious they still haven't kind of booked their training but is a good place to sort of get into the the sort of world of um of becoming a naturopath or herbalist Absolutely. I mean, I could talk all day about this, Grace. So I'll be be concise, which is not my strong point. But I would say you can't go wrong with books by, get paper and pen, listeners, uh, (laughs) Annie McIntyre, Lucy Jones, um, Simon Mills and Kerry Bone are all prolific authors. um, And globally, uh, the herbalist herbalist midwife and a Yale trained um, MD, Aviva Rom, are all books that nobody would be disappointed in if they're interested in um, being introduced to the world of herbal medicine. But there there are tons. I could literally talk all day about them. Oh my gosh! So I'm going to put all of these in the show notes for people, so they can just immediately look this up and go and buy these books. Awesome! Is there is there anyone um online as well that you would sort of say is quite good as like a sort of free resource? So naturopathically, there's um, herbalists don't seem to be too prevalent online. Lucy Jones has got a wonderful um, Instagram page where she talks about being a self-sufficient herbalist. So a lot of people who are into the growing and making of herbal um, potions would get a lot of value out of Lucy's um, Instagram and her books that she's um, she just produced her second book. Um, And online, I would say naturopathically, there's loads of brilliant naturopaths out there that are really prevalent on Instagram and have great resources on on their website. So I would think think about people like um, Dr. Lara Bryden. So larabryden.com. Who else do I look at? Eviva Rom. It's got an amazing website with loads of resources on it. Um, My my recommendations tend to be quite women's health specific. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, um, I love the website of Ma- and the podcast of Maisie Hill, Nicole Jardim. Um, I love, um, oh, who else do I love? Yes, yeah, Simon Mills and Kerry Bone. They're, they're, they've got, um, they do lots of courses online that you can just buy in. You don't have to be a qualified um, herbalist or naturopath to, to buy their courses as well. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, who else? I mean, God, there's so many, yeah. That's so good. I think it's so good because people just need to sort of spark that um, that sort of fire in them. And, and if they don't know, you just don't know yeah. what you don't know, I guess, don't you? So. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> of course. <laughs> That's so helpful. And have you what what drew you to to this work? Like, have you always have you always worked in this sort of field? 
No, right. not, no, not at all. No, literally, I was. I did my first degree in human biology and environmental science back in 1996, and then I was just like a free spirit. I would just temp in London in the city, working for these corporate faceless organisations, selling my soul to the devil. And then I would go like skiing in the winter and in the summer I'd come back and work in London. So I was having a jolly old time, but I did feel like, I was like, what, what's my calling? What do I, what am I going to do with my life? And then I went to Australia and I met a naturopath for the first time. And she explained to me that naturopaths believe that health is our natural blueprint. And unfortunately, just sometimes life gets in the way. And it's the job of the naturopath and herbalist to remove the blockages um, to healing, the nature, uh, remove the blockages that humans put in their place to healing, whether they <laughs> So I was in Australia where I first realised I wanted to be a naturopath and herbalist because I had the privilege of meeting one for the last time, first time. And she explained to me what it was. Mm. And I was just like, oh, my God, that's what I believe, too, that, you know, health is our natural blueprint. And we just often just mess it up with our own um, perhaps diets, environments, emotional blockages. And so when I first realised that I wanted to be a naturopath, I applied in Australia, got into a college in Australia, came back to the UK to sort my life out and then ended up going to a rave within 24 hours of landing <laughs> in London. <laughs> and then going, and then I was like, no, I want to study in the UK. And lo and behold, the CNM had just opened up a few years previously in London. So I was able to... Um, apply and I got a career development loan and I also worked um full time worked part time when I was studying which was a bit crazy but because my first degree was human biology I was able to um I was able to do that because a lot of the anatomy and physiology and a few other bits and bobs were more of a revision for me which I, so I was really lucky but yeah so I did it in three years whilst working but most people would do it in three years um and they probably wouldn't work wow that is amazing oh my god I think that's so inspiring I think that's gonna help so many people oh um, I hope so <laughs> yeah absolutely I think it's just it's a really relatable story and I think it, I've heard people go to Australia and like meet meet uh like it's really changed a lot of my friends lives they've gone to Sydney and they met someone and then they've just like changed their career path so that's it's really interesting <laughs> that you said that that's so um, funny, isn't it? Synchronicity. Yeah. You never know when serendipity or synchronicity is going to occur, do you? No, absolutely. Um, and for anyone who wants to get in touch with you, how how could they get in touch with you and like book you and get you know get all your knowledge? So I tend to hang out on Instagram and my handle is at naturopath herbalist on Insta. So anybody's welcome to drop me a DM on there. Or if you'd like to read more about how I work, my um, website is rachelboone.co.uk. That's amazing. Well, I'm scared that I'm going to, something's going to go wrong now and I'm going to waste your time. And I know we've only got 15 minutes left, but that I just wanted to squeeze in those questions because I've got everything that I think w is the sort of foundations of like how m how to help people and I really appreciate you talking to me today and I'm so sorry that it cut out those two times oh grace don't worry this technology is not my strong point luckily I'm good at herbs and nutrition because tech is not my thing but I just wanted <laughs> to say but if we can hopefully we won't get cut out again but did you want to know about like what people's what kind of work people could do once they're qualified as an absolutely herbalist? yes please 
because yeah. I think it's really helpful to listeners to maybe to know their why if they're currently you know not fulfilled in their current job so when you're an naturopath and herbalist there's so many things you can do you don't just have to work one-to-one in clinic or virtually you can run group programs online or face-to-face you can host masterclasses, talks you can do take and make workshops you could maybe um, join up with a yoga teacher trainer and do um, day retreats you can even do residential retreats I used to work on a um, a juice yoga and um, uh, detox retreat in 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 Arundel in West Sussex like it was a week uh, people would come and stay for five days and they'd um, drink loads of juice and do loads of yoga and then jack in their job as a stockbroker and end up being a florist or something it was really cool (laughs) yeah uh, it's not there anymore now but it was fun and people can also they can be um they can work in foraging or they can write a book Mm. or they could do clinical supervision or help out of support groups or they could even do things like new product development you know consultancy where people want a herbalist brain before they develop a product which is quite fun as well or lecturing like the cnm often um recruit old alumni um to be lecturers at their face-to-face colleges in manchester and london for herbal medicine yeah so there's lots of things you can do oh my i never ever knew that yeah there's probably even more than that that's just the ones that are off the top of my head Oh my gosh! Well, then people have to get in touch with you so you can just—that's like, <laughs> that's so helpful because the thought of like freeing someone from some awful job they hate and going into doing something like this, which is fulfilling for them, and then be of service to everyone and use all these beautiful tools, I think is um, that's just that's blown my mind. So th- thank you so much for telling me that. <laughs> that's all right, but also I would just say to anybody who's thinking about being a herbalist and naturopath, like um just having the knowledge yourself so that you can help yourself your friends and your family never mind earning a living from it it's so comforting to you know like the other day my son had some sinus issues and I felt so lucky that I didn't have to phone my GP and be 94 in the queue before I got some medication that may or may not have worked um you know I can just go upstairs in my herbal apothecary bosh together a mixture and give it to him you know within five minutes it's very empowering to to have that knowledge and to be able to share it with loved ones that is incredible apparently just as you were saying that I was like I felt empowered just thinking if I could do that (laughs) and I wouldn't have to go I have such bad hay fever so I was like oh my god that's incredible that's yeah yeah, that is that's empowering yeah it's worth the training money for that alone having having the knowledge and being able to help yourself in even like um I mean you're not quality not insured to treat animals but you know off the off the record you know I can help sometimes I can help with animals as well but I don't yeah I don't really do that professionally that's so interesting and then you don't even have to listen to the awful music as you queue up for the GP (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh well um I feel like we've covered everything. <laughs> You've just, you're such a thousand knowledge. And um, I think this is just re- just going to be so um, helpful for so many people. And I, I really appreciate you doing this today. Oh, it's my pleasure. And I would say to anybody who's stuck in a job that's doing their Sweden, you know, there is a way out. It is, you know, it's hard work, but you'll meet so many cool people on the way. I mean, the people I'm still in touch with my lecturers from my course years ago. I'm still in touch with obviously my herbal register, you know, so there's some people I've been doing this 18 years now in practice and I was training for three years before that. But 
you know, they become like extended family and the community of herbalists and naturopaths is normally really, you know, some people are like competitive if they're in the same industry, but yeah. I find the herbal and naturopathic community to be really non-competitive and very, you know, supportive and we all hold each other up. So it's a lovely, I would say it's a lovely industry to be in. Mm. Um, I wouldn't say anybody's going to be making millions anytime soon, but they, 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 but you get the the lovely, you know, the altruism of helping people and sleeping well at night, knowing that you've done, you know, you've worked hard and hopefully made a, a teensy bit of a difference to somebody's health. And that is, that's lovely. Go to bed heartful. She was absolutely amazing. Um, I really hope you found that helpful and I'm 100% sure you did um, for anyone who's curious about doing this work and yeah I just want to say thank you so much again to Rachel for being amazing and giving me her time and sharing all her information and you can find her on Instagram at the naturopath herbalist um, which I'll put all of that information in the show notes and thank you so much for listening to this it means so much to me and I really hope it helps you and if anyone's got any suggestions on any healing modalities that you would love me to interview uh, professionals on or any suggestions feel free to get in touch with me and I'll see you next time